Rupert yesterday. Yes, it was. When I checked, it was a, it was 98 degrees and it felt like 101. These are sad. These are better things for our 
Our table has a serious gangsta lean, but it's really strong. If you can't tell, yeah, it but like, it doesn't wobble or. I mean, it's it's not like it's broken. And Karen's arm is on the on the high side, and this over here is on the low side, so it's like it's got a serious gangsta you, lean going you on. You can see it. It definitely looks like the, the camera's tilted. Yeah, it looks like the table's coming at you. For those on the Patreon. I did, we did a, a walkthrough of the apartment, so if you want to see that, you can go over to the Patreon and behind the scenes. I think behind the scenes are for the top two tiers. I believe I did that's what I did, or it's for the top tier. So, so we're top keep that in mind if you want that exclusive look at what we're doing. The BTS. I want to get on the air. If you want some BTS? I've always loved behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, you do. I've, 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 I've been, like, ever since VHS had some little video behind the scenes and all those things that would come on TV to tell you what happened the while they were shooting and, and the bloopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been all over the BTS, so I, I've always, I, it doesn't even matter what kind of movie it is, I've always liked seeing that behind the scenes, like, how do they get it done type thing. I've always liked that. check before we continue just to make sure just to make sure okay wellness check is done all right so last time we talked to the people you you the last time we we where were we we were in London in a very, 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 very small room. It seems like, it seems like it was, it almost seems like a dream. We were there for almost two weeks though. While we, we were there for 12 days. No, in that room. We were in that room for 12 days. Well, we, but before that we were in a different room. Yeah, for three days. Oh, 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 it was the Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. All right, we had to get joint. Right. So we had a little bit more space. Not a joint. A joint. A joint. Yeah, you can look it up. Um, really can I? Yeah, we can. You don't have a dictionary on your phone? Dictionary. Not necessarily. It all depends on your dictionary. I have a dictionary.com's app. Ah, well, that's your problem. You gotta have a regular, a regular dictionary that. Everything lives on your phone. But with the dictionary.com app, I get the synonyms and rhymes and stuff. I get that. But my point is, if you need a dictionary offline, you gotta get a different dictionary so that everything is down with you. Um, so we were at the Holiday Inn Express. Then we went over to, I'm not gonna recap our entire trip. I sort of did that yesterday in one of my classes and they were just looking at me like, what the hell? One of the girls asked, are you rich? I was like, I wish, but no. Um, if we were rich, we would be Well, if we were home, we wouldn't. We still wouldn't be able to get there. No, and they Money wasn't our problem to get to Poland. It was Poland was our problem getting to Poland. Poland is now Poland down even further. No, no. If we were rich. We made a choice to go into go to Miami and stay for a couple days. I know, but we could have done that earlier. Because when mommy was looking at the tickets, there were earlier flights that were way more expensive. So we could 
could have gone earlier, gone to Miami, and then been in more. Oh, maybe. Alright, so... In the small room with the big giant painting mural thing on the wall for Comfotel. Purple. That purpleness. You know they have different colors in the city? There's they like do. purple and green, green and, and blue and orange. Yeah, they're different ones based on the color. And they're throughout like different locations. Now, we... if we were in that that place and it was only two people right. in a room, that, that wouldn't problem. have been a bad room. No. Now, there was no real seating, seating like at a desk or anything, but beds, like the other room around the corner from us. That one only had two beds. Right, they had two beds and just two people. That room was a good size. It was fine yeah. for the tourists to go into that place. It was not good for four people, but it was fine for them. 20 pieces of luggage. Right. So imagine, I mean, maybe we should we should go back to London and go to a company. I mean, we'll have to it's go cheap. back because... Wait, where does that happen to you? Well, because this trip didn't really count. We didn't get to see anything. Oh, you're talking about touristy things. I'm talking, you made it seem like we need, there was a must. There we is a must. Wow, we want to. I thought you were trying to say some, some pizza thing. Right, it's like, we have to. It's like, well, fuck that. No, we don't. No. Now, we do have to get their passports. We do, and we're going to end up having to get new yeah, we're going to both, or all, all of our passports. Well, theirs are already paid for because we paid for them in, in London. If you take the emergency passport into the passport office in wherever, in whatever country you're in, within one year's time, they just exchange it for free. They for a regular, exchange it? They give you a regular one for free. Oh. So you can pay. Do it. We can do it. We don't have to really they have pay it. for it again. No, we don't have to pay for theirs again. We'll have to pay them three hundred dollars for ours. Right. Yeah. So there's that. But anyway, back to the trip. So we're in the Comfortel. I keep going back to the Comfortel because wow. Um, and we were under quarantine, and then we did the passport thing for the kids so that they can come here. Got that done. Then we got our tests done, and we had about three days left, three or four days yeah. after the test, and we were, of course, negative. And we still didn't see anything. We kind of walked around the area we were in, which was a nice area. If you've been following the Instagrams, you've seen the area. It was a really nice area. I would live in that area. And then we packed up and left there to come to the Egypt Manland last Saturday. This is Sunday. And went to Heathrow. You guys got any thoughts about Heathrow? It was really easy. Yeah. It was like rest of the world take note. It was really easy. We went up, we showed our COVID test, we gave our passports, we gave our luggage, and I don't know if this is an Air Canada thing or or what it is, but when we checked into Air Canada, they took all of our luggage except for our backpacks. They took everything. They didn't charge for the carry-ons, they just took it all. When we checked into 
Egypt Air, the same thing happened. They charged us for one over, one bag over, and then took all of our carry-on. That's what they did in Chicago. That's what they did in Chicago with Air Canada. It was the easiest going through security. Now security was a little bit different. They're all different. But it was the easiest going through security with just your backpack and, and the little bit of other stuff that you have with you. I like the little automated system to give you trays. Yeah. yeah. Just stand in one spot and the trays go under the conveyor belt and they just pop out right there and you just pick it up, put it on, put your things in, slide it down and then another tray comes down. Oh, that was awesome. It, it was super easy. And then they had stations where you could then repack your things should you need to put things back, like put your belt back on and, and you know, situate your child. They had little stations where you like could little, do that. Uh, little cubicle. Almost. Yeah, like standing cubicle things. Yep. Um, it was just super smooth. And then at the gate, um, there was plenty of seating at the gate. There was food at the gate. Like within what? Oh, it was wide open. It was just, I mean, it was so... Now, I just sat next to a bar. I, I saw people that were commenting that they really don't like Heathrow. Like, they, they, but I think the reason why our experience was what it was was because the number of travelers was so low. So we didn't well, run into lines. We didn't have a crowd. I mean, when we walked up, I mean, we stood in line for just a couple minutes and... There was there was hard there was like nobody really there in line. There so, were like five. And one group was a, right. A group of ten. But they were one group, so they right. were all going to one person. It was it was super simple, and we were able to just get on the plane all until we got to Cairo. Well, and we also had the experience when we got off the plane yeah. at Heathrow from Toronto that our accommodations had canceled prior to us even getting our luggage. And in Heathrow, there is a place where you can book- We know hotel. London. We You can book a hotel, you can book a car, you can book tours, you can get a SIM card, you can do all of the things- That you need. Just past the baggage carousel. Yeah. All of the things then, you need as a, as a tourist. Across from We Know London is the name of the place. We Know London. There is a money exchange, which made it super easy and I don't know why people don't like Heathrow because we had a good experience both times we were in But like I said, I think it was probably because we were traveling at a time when the number of people traveling in the world was lower. Heathrow is supposed to be super busy. It's one of the busiest airports in the world. Yeah. And we didn't find any real, I mean, people were there. Yeah. But it wasn't super busy, so we got to get in and get out with no real problem. I mean, even with all the social distancing, they weren't even those seats weren't full. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that you took away half the seats, and then the remaining seats weren't full. Yep. That tells you how many you know people are actually traveling. There's not that many. Um, but then we got to Egypt. The flight was packed. The flight was way like. I think every seat was full. And there was not one empty seat in the entire they, place. They were struggling to try to find places for luggage and carry-ons and stuff. Even taking 
all of the stuff at the beginning, they still were struggling because we boarded an hour before the flight yep. went off, went, uh, left Ethro, and we sat there and left right on time. It took over uh, an hour to get everybody on and to situate all the luggage. It took us a, it took a while. Yeah, it did. Just sitting there, and then uh, the flight itself, I guess, was okay. I didn't have any issues with the flight, but then after the, when we landed, that's when the reality hit. You're in a different country. Well, my thing about the only thing about the flight that I have to complain about is the fact that we are crammed in there like sardines. I mean, you're you're touching every person. There's no way to get around it. You're so close. But then the people kept taking their masks off, and not just to drink or eat, but just take them off and have them off and talk and you know yeah. whatever. And the airline attendant would come by and tell them to put the thing back on, and then they'd kind of half-ass do it. But as soon as they walked away, they'd take it off again, and they didn't do anything. Like the well, air. It's there to be done though. You're in the air. Well, I just honestly. I just read a story this morning where um, a couple was trying to soothe their screaming toddler, which of course toddlers scream on the plane, that's what they do, but um, the airline attendant got so pissy with the guy because he kept taking his mask down to talk to the baby, they call him the baby, and um, they ended up canceling their connecting tickets and didn't bother telling them, so they went they waited the three-hour layover, went to go check in for the next flight, and their tickets had been canceled. And this was American Airlines, and this is something that's been happening on American Airlines in the last few months, repeatedly, to families. Yeah, well, guess what? Once the word goes out that American Airlines is not friendly to families, they will feel the pinch, because, I mean, how... I, in all the businesses that rely on, on all the businesses that rely on good customer service to keep people coming in and, and using their service during COVID, you really want to be turning people away? Because I'm sorry, that, that this seems like the wrong time because you're gonna need that money. You're, you're not gonna get the 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 giant, you know, the the business traveler. They're not traveling like they were before. No, so. No. Maybe you should be nice to the people that are choosing to fly with you because if they have a good experience, at least they can go back and tell people, you know, when we flew, we had a good experience. My child was bottling out, but they they helped us and handled it professionally. And so at least the people that are going to make the choice to fly choose you, you know, because right. at this point, very few people need to fly. Right. You know, especially with everything going on with COVID and which I'm not sure if things are going on here with COVID, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, all right. So we, we get to Cairo and it took like two, was it? it took like an hour and a half to get off the plane. Was it an hour and a half? It took over an hour. So, it, it was yeah. probably close to an hour and a half to get off. It was a four hour flight. And it took us four hours to get from the plane to the hotel. Oh, yes, yes. it did. That was 
that had to do with luggage and yeah. all the other stuff. But it did um, take over an hour to get off the plane in. They were checking our COVID test. They were taking our temperature, but they were doing it in a way that made little sense. Because basically if someone had a high temperature and the plane was packed, what were you going to do? Right, they should have they taken had it before to get we us, got on the plane. No, no, no. They had to do it in the country because before they got on the plane, we weren't in the country. But the, the idea is what, what, what were they going to do? If someone wasn't absolutely sick, right? Or, uh, I don't know, symptomatic. You remember, everybody had to have a, a negative COVID test to get on the plane. Yeah, we That's had to show it to at the, the check-in. So, once we got here, and they take your temperature, and they take your paper, what were they going to do? They had they to get the person the off. Back. Well, no, they did it, and they were in the front and the back at the same time. And they were trying to, I guess, converge in the middle. But the person in the front never moved, and the guy in the back came up to the middle. I don't know how that made any sense because nobody moved. Everybody was stuck where they were. No air conditioning on in the plane. Right, so they we turned were, everything off. We were just no sitting flow. there essentially stewing. So if someone was sick, with all the bodies and people right there, it's like this was, they should have had a way. Because what were you going to do? Quarantine the plane, like the plane, like it was a yacht? Like people are going to stay on the plane? No, of course not. So they had to get off the plane, sick or or well. Yeah. So why didn't you have people coming off the plane, handing the paperwork, taking the temperature, and then just let them keep going? If there was someone who had a temperature, you just took them this direction. Right. But they had to get off the plane. It's like, why did you leave everybody on the plane? Yeah. And then... And if you weren't hot before, you were by the time you got off the plane. The people started flooding. At one point, they started flooding forward, but there were a bunch of us still trapped in our seats, and they couldn't get out. For I don't know what was going on ahead of them, but they couldn't get out. And so now we have it's super hot in there. There's no airflow. There's just all these people crammed into one tiny little space when they could have kept their asses in their seats. Yeah, like but they told even them then, to. but we would have had the same problem. We would all been. Breathing this non-recirculated air, non-cooled air, we would have all been heating up slowly, sitting in our seats. It wouldn't have changed the what was happening with the temperature and the conditions. They needed to just take the first row, have them stand up, and walk off. Right. And then just keep doing that and marching because you would have been there would have been fewer people on the plane to generate heat on the plane. Yeah. If they had just taken them off, done the thing, they could have two people standing there, so one person, they can go one or the other, and just let them keep filing off. Right. Get off the plane. If they would have done that, we would have, in the time it took us to sit there and wait, everybody would have been off the plane. Yeah. That's when people started complaining. They were like, if I was doing this myself, I'd have everybody off the plane in a half an hour. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, you yeah. would have. Because you would have gotten them off the plane because you're looking for the needle in the haystack. Almost everybody there was not symptomatic and they had a negative test prior to boarding. Because you could not, it didn't matter if you were a citizen of Egypt or not, you could not get on a plane in Heathrow without, without a negative thing. test. Right. So, there, it was kind of weird. So we, got, we get off the plane and we get down to baggage finally. Uh, we had to do a weird thing with 
before baggage visas and that was the oddest visa experience so we had to get the the tourist visa kind of like what we had to do in thailand i think we had to get tourist yes, visas first yes the minute you get off the plane so you get in and it was it was weird because you go to a bank you pay for your visa which okay fine pay for the visa and then they give you a sticker you, they give you a sticker that you put in your passport that you find a page and put it in your passport and then you go around to immigration and then they ask why you're here they didn't ask me why i was here it's like um they didn't ask me why i was here you just said the thing just says said, the thing says well they knew we were all together um but the thing said tourists <laughs> like that's the thing i just paid for with the guy over there it's like um okay so i'm a tourist you see the visa you know i paid for it what, what other question do you have then? Americans, should you come to Egypt as a tourist, please be sure to have 25 US dollars per person in cash. In US currency. In US That's what currency. You're to say. 25 US dollars in cash for each, for each person. So if you have four people like we do, $100 bill is fine. Are you doing the math? $100 bill is fine. But you must have U.S. currency, otherwise you're going to be sent to a different place. Bless you. Bless you. Um, it was it was really interesting that more than one time since we arrived, we've been asked for U.S. dollars. I'm not really sure why, considering if I wanted to go to the supermarket, I can't pay in U.S. dollars. It used to be Egyptian pounds. And they pay a, they pay to do the exchange rate. So I'm not sure why they asked for dollars. Because when we, when I booked the hotel, um, I pre, I always prepay the hotel. It makes life so much easier when you get there late at night. Um, but I paid for the hotel, and then I had to book separately through the hotel transportation from the airport. To the hotel and that was 35 US dollars and he wanted me to pay 35 US dollars in American cash when I booked in and I said how much is that in Egyptian pounds and he told me and I just paid it in pounds so that was one of the situations where I could pay in local currency but at the bank they did not want anything but US and, and, and then if you, had to, if you had to use a uh, credit card or something, then you had to go to a special bank that allowed you to use uh, well, the credit card. Well, the, 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 the first one didn't want to. But the second one wouldn't take card either. We had to do cash. But we were able to use... The British pound. Right. We were able to use cash from another country. Right. And, but he, they exchanged the British pound, but they wouldn't exchange the Mexican pesos. Why are they hating on the peso, man? They shouldn't be hating on the peso. So if you're gonna, the peso is worth more. If you plan to come to, they did pesos and intro did they? Yes. They did. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, because you took the money that was for my travel. Yes. Um, if you plan to come to Egypt, make sure you have some U.S. cash on you. Some enough to pay for your. All right, so we get here and we get in an even 
smaller hotel room oh with no windows. No windows. So no Very small room. room. Two double beds. Apparently, Karen wants to remodel the table. Um, no, it's because she has that box behind her back. Big booty itis is what we call that. No windows, um, no airflow, no sunlight. Well, you got air conditioner. I know, but you had an air conditioner. Most people that come, I would say most people that come here do not want to open the windows and have the, the hot air. They want they want air conditioning because it's hot. Come on, I want the air. Trust me, it's hot. It's very hot. So, um, and I don't want to hear none of y'all talk about that dry, dry heat shit. Um, we need a dead super tiny room. Two. Double beds, I think. Yeah. That were a small bathroom, a shower you couldn't turn around in, and that leaked everywhere. Yeah, the, it was kind of weird that they put a, one of the glass kind of sliding doors on it, but they didn't seal the bottom. So there. the water just hits the glass, rolled down, and rolled right out of the thing. So then that made no sense. The um, lights stopped working. Like yeah, but I'm not gonna fault. I'm not gonna fault anybody about their lights because I mean, light bulb goes out. Well, if you have an LED light panel and it goes out, it, it, it its life ends. You have to you have to replace it. It, it just happened to happen when we were there because as soon as they replaced it, it was just fine. So there was nothing wrong. It was just the light fixture. Um, I don't know how you were supposed to get into that closet. Well, the, it was. Really I mean, if you were, if you were, one person or two people, and just one or two pieces of luggage, you had plenty of room. Not to get over. Yeah, there. to get over there, you had plenty of room. Because it you, wasn't the our luggage that was in the way. No, I'm just the, saying that you had, you still had room. You could walk over. You could open the door. You could stand inside and then get whatever you need to get. Close the door and walk back. You could, but it wasn't super comfortable. But you could do it. And most people are not your size. You're a kind of a big, large person. So there's that. So we got there, we got in a late night. We didn't even talk about the, the guy in his scarf trying to tie down our bags at the airport. I have a picture of that, actually. That was, that was interesting. We're going from the airport, going from the airport to the hotel. We told them that we needed a very large vehicle because, of course, we have all these bags, four big fat people, and the guy comes in a vehicle that probably, I don't think it, it would have held the four of us. Yeah, it wouldn't have fit us. So there's that. And so then the, the guy wanted to load up the bag, try to put four of us inside, which were, there were only two seats, and then puts things on top of the vehicle, which is fine. You could put things on the top. It was made for that. But he only had his scarf that he had around his neck, and he was going to try to tie down one of the bags with the scarf Two and then the leave. No, one. No, no, no. No, he was going to tie one bag down, and the other bag was just going to sit in front of it, hoping it doesn't there were just... Four bags on that thing. There were four on the top. Yeah, well, he wasn't getting he all of them I know tied down. He had two with the scarf. That was never going to work. I don't. It was the big brown one, and I think the red one. It was those two 
Yeah, but he wasn't going to get in. I mean, the other ones were not going to ever be there. They were just going to be held in by hope. Promise? Yeah. Hope and heat. <laughs> so, wishing a dream. And um, so, we, had, we were, I was like, look, this is not going to work. One, we were not going to get in the vehicle. We were not going to, the four of us were not going to make it in the vehicle anyway. That so, thing wouldn't have moved if we all So, I was like, okay, you need to get a, another another vehicle. Somebody else get over here to take some of the luggage and two people, and we'll just split up. And that's not like a big deal for us, but that's what needed to happen. So he went looking for a guy and blah, blah, blah. I called the hotel and said, listen, the thing you sent us is way too small. I don't think that guy even worked for the hotel, though. He was just a guy. He was a guy that they keep using. They keep using, but he's not a guy that, like, it wasn't like, you've got a special vehicle. Because basically, they called that same guy and then kept blowing smoke up our ass when we were leaving, talking about, oh, a big van, a big van, a big van. It's like, dude, you called the same guy. Yeah. You're just lying now, because you called the exact same guy to come get us, because that's who picked us up. But he knew when he came back that yes, he needed another vehicle then, because he couldn't, he wasn't gonna get us in his. He's a nice guy, but you know, needs some rope. Yeah, he needs <laughs> to carry rope. And the guy that he got, the taxi driver. You <coughs> said, do you have rope? He's like, yes, of course. He sure. had. He did not have rope. What he he had a t-shirt that had been cut in strips and then tied down. No, that's rope. I know, that's rope. He tied this stuff down. I know, if he tied it down, then. He's like, yes, I have rope. He pulled out the equivalent of a freaking really long shoestring. But that's rope. It worked? I know. What are you talking about? You can get out of prison that way. What's the problem? You can use a sheet. Why can't you use a t-shirt? I mean, what is rope? Yeah, but you know, it doesn't. It's, it's it needs to be strong enough to do the job. And he did the job. Right. I, I had no problem with that. He, he secured everything. Nothing was moving. It's all good. It's just the guy with the scarf had nothing else. So he wasn't going to secure anything. No. Hit a bump and our shit is going over. And the scarf know. wasn't even long enough to tie. Yeah, they kept trying to push and pull and pull and push. And like, man, y'all gotta stop this. All right, so uh, we get to the, the the hotel late night, and next day we have to find a place to live. Yes. Because we have one the day, day after that we check out. Yeah, we have one day. And so then we go on our trek. Mind, I would like to remind everyone at this point I'm still dealing with blood clots, so I'm still struggling to breathe, and we have a lot of stairs to climb. But how are you breathing today? I'm a lot better today. I had like two two things yesterday where I had some pain in my chest and I was struggling to breathe, but my shortness of breath is maybe just a teeny bit there, but no pains today. Alright, so we get to walking around the city. We, we drove over here to Giza. We were, in, we were on the other side of the Nile, so we drove over here and we start looking at, at, we went to one place, we only looked at two places, right? We only looked at two places. We, we went to the first place, elevator from hell. Oh I don't even know how, if, if Aaron got in there, that would have all been that was in there with well, Aaron. I said to Aaron, 
the elevator was so small that you would have been able to put two suitcases in it, push the button, and somebody at the top would have to take them out because you could not get in it with an ele- with a yeah, suitcase. It was, it was scary. They, they had the elevators that you see in the movies where the elevator goes down the middle of the building and it's all open. You can see all the workings of the elevator. It goes down the middle and then the stairwells go around the elevator. That's what that's what we're looking at. So that place, um, and it was super dark. I mean, super bright outside and super dark in the building where you needed the light of your phone just to see the stick, like to see yeah, the stairwells. It was, it was way bad. It was, it was, it was not cool. Um, the apartment was not small. It, it had, it was pretty good size. It was furnished. Um, it had a layer of dust. Sand? And sand in the on the that was real thick. Yeah. Like nobody had been in there for quite some time. Right. Um, like for that to build up the way it was. The one when over in the, they had two living room areas, and in one of them, there was like a little sand dune in the corner. Yeah, it was quite not not. not I clean. all I could think of was if we take this place. Because I liked the stove. The stove was really nice. We're, so it, had two it had two bathrooms, and the stove was like a six-burner stove, but it was filthy. We would have had to get someone to go in and clean. Oh no, it. someone would have been us. We couldn't afford to get we anybody. Couldn't afford it. So I don't know what you're talking about. We would have. We we would have been the, the get. We would have been gotten. We would have spent the entire day trying to clean that place out. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, it was pretty, it was treacherous. Yeah, it was, I'm not a duster, but damn. No, this wouldn't have been dust, this was grab a shovel. Grab a shovel. Grab a shovel, throw it out the window, grab a shovel. Yeah, it was was bad. So, then we came to this place, went through, it was, it was, of course, nicer as far as, the way it looks. Fourth floor walk up. And only one bathroom. One bathroom, but teeny weeny tiny little stove. But you know, large bathroom. I think we're. I think we've gotten pretty good on this trip without having one bathroom. Yeah, we're back to Benji, man. Except for we've got like 15 times the space. No, I'm saying we're back to Benji with uh, yeah. with one bathroom and all the stairs. Well, we don't have all the stairs. We only have four floors of stairs. We only have 82 stairs, not so 127. It, it is. It's not eight floors of stairs. It's not a bad. It's not bad to walk up when you're not carrying. Yeah, bringing the luggage up was was brutal. One of them. Yeah, I tried to do the Chinese thing where they put, put it on the back and then they walk up, but I left the handle kind of halfway up because I was pulling it, and then I picked it up and grabbed it, and then I got to one step, and I must have tipped it up just a teeny bit too much, and the bag just slowly fell back, and I wasn't gonna try to spin around and try to catch it, and it went, fat, and it snapped the, the little- My suitcase. Oh God, nobody cares. I care. Please. You don't even use the wheels on those things. You don't even use it. It was the wheel. It was the no, I'm saying you don't use the wheels. Oh, yeah. 
you're not you're not pushing these. And if you did, it's so tall you can use the regular club part of handle. You didn't need that handle because you were so tall. That's all that. I'm not worried about I mean, that. Of all the bags, that's the last one I need to worry about. With oh, we have to because the handle only went up that far. Perfect height. No, for you it'd have been too tall. You'd been walking around like this because you know you're this tall. Anyway. I wish he was lying. Um, so we tried to, you know, we, we finagled and dealt and got this for hours. Left and came back and finally we was able to move in on Monday, which meant that guy came back to the hotel, picked us up, brought us here. We brought everything upstairs and we were here for basically a week. We went over to the school, checked it out. It's a learning center much like what we dealt with in Beijing, um, we have truly started over. And we started work on Saturday. So we gave, basically got a week of, of kind of sitting around and getting used to being here. Before Which we, I, think my, I think my body needed after the, the flight because getting off of the plane, I was really struggling. Like my breathing was really super labored and I was worried for a minute that maybe I flew too soon but we couldn't have stayed in London anymore. Right, you had to go and your doctor said He said okay. I we tried to change the flight to earlier like Thursday or Friday and they were completely booked. Um, they didn't have any empty seats on those flights and so it was probably a good thing that we waited until Saturday because the the doctor had told me I was free to fly after the second or the third. But the luggage That's situation was a trip. I've never ever seen it take. What's the luggage situation here? When we were in the airport in Cairo, um, we get over to our carousel. Now it took us a long time to get to the carousel. Buying, buying the visa and then going Go through immigration. Immigration really wasn't a hassle though. No, no not at all. Walk through and passport. Okay, fine. Stamp, stamp. Right. Bye-bye. Um, but between the time we landed and the time when we got to the luggage carousel, it was a good hour and 45 minutes, almost two hours. Well, see, the thing is the bags came, I, I think there was a lot of bags yes. on that flight. Um, Where the yeah, guy says 270. Yeah, 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 270 bags yeah. on that. Plane. And that that didn't count what went in the cabin. That right. only counted that what went under the plane. Because he so. was sitting there like, we don't have enough space for all these bags. We have to do something because we have 270 bags in here right now. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Mother of Pearl. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we were walking in on the escalator. And so, yeah. I, you know, I, I get, I get I that, that baggage was going to take a long time, but see, I had put my camera, which I don't think I'll do again. Um, we, I checked it, which I kind of, I think I kind of needed to check it because based on how much space we had yeah. in the cabin anyway, there yeah. wasn't much space. Um, but it was a special checked bag because it was fragile and blah, blah, blah. So I did the special check bag for the camera bag, but I didn't know where to pick it up. 
and nobody could really tell me where to pick it up. There wasn't a special place. Well, there was a special place for lost luggage, but there right. wasn't a special place for you checked it as a special bag, now come over here and get it. Right. Yeah, no. They put it on the carousel. Well, we didn't know that, so we got most of our bags, and I think we were waiting for one other bag. Right, we had the, we had 12 of the four. Right, and so we were, you know, waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's like, this shouldn't take this long, and then all of a sudden, no new bags are coming. And so then, I went over to the to, to the lost place, because that's where the, the baggage people told me to go. Go over there, talk to the guy, and he's like, go look in this space, see if your bag is over there. And I'm thinking to myself, why would my bag be in, like, some random space over here? I walked over the waft of garbage just hit me in the face. It was bags that people had not collected over a long period of time that apparently had food items in it. Ew. And the heat and the rooms and they were just piled up bags. I was like, why would my bag ever end up over here? We just got here. So I was like, yeah, no. I don't think my bag's over here. So I walked back to the guy and he made a phone call and he said, Wait 10 minutes, that's all he said. I was like, okay, so I'm thinking I have to come back to him in 10 minutes. And then I walk back over and then there's only, you know, the bags here. It's like, oh, they were putting it, they, there were more bags coming off of the, yeah. off of the plane. Yeah. In the time that you left, Mommy went and left and got SIM cards. So he and I are standing there and we're in a line. <laughs> Because they other. have four trolleys full of luggage. No, I'm saying all four of us were in a line from each other, so you were in front of us, Daddy was behind us, and we're looking back and forth, not being able to tell you anything. But they started putting the bags with the fragile stickers on in a whole group. Because there were the ones that weren't being claimed that were just going around, and then all the fragile things started coming out. And then Keegan's popped up, and then yours popped up. And we were standing there, and it's like, and you were sitting there going yeah, I'm like, like this. Well, is, I'm like, is anything? I can't, I can't say anything. Well, no, but you could have said, it's here. I, was I saw it. You're telling me one moment yeah. from across the damn thing. That one moment ain't gonna, that doesn't tell me anything. That doesn't tell me do I need to stay in line. You could have said, come back. It's here. You could have done anything, but you just kept doing this. Look, we were all tired. No, no, no. I wasn't that tired, but I was worried about my camera equipment because we wouldn't be doing this right now if we don't have that bag. <laughs> yeah, and a tripod is broken. Yes, tripod suffered. I wonder if we can make a claim. No, I doubt it. They told us, remember, at the at the thing, they were like, you sure you want to have it out here? Are you sure you want to have it out here? And I was like, yeah, because one, I had nowhere else to put it. Where's the, the sleeve? Still wouldn't have. I, it still would have been outside the bag. Yeah. I would have had to put it in a suitcase or something. So tripod works for now. It, it's it can be adjusted, but it's not. It's not a. It's not as secure. And it's a photo tripod. I need a video tripod with my Black Magic 6K. Hey, Blackmagic 6K, I was showing and this to, 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 the, to the photo guy at our new uh, place of employment. Um, 
I was showing him how the new Canon R6, which I don't think he had ever seen before, which I don't understand that if you're a photo guy. Um, the new Canon R6 is almost 3,000 for the body and the, maybe a lens or whatever. And the Blackmagic 6K is, or 4K is half that. He couldn't believe that a cinema camera was half the cost of a mirrorless uh, camera. Like, yeah! Trying to, trying to explain that to him yesterday got so frustrating. I was like, yeah, I'll never talk about this with you again. I'll never talk cameras. I'll never talk about photography. I'll never do anything that has to do with any of this with you again. Because it was just like, you just, you literally don't understand what you're talking about. Because I was talking, he was like, I was, I was trying, he was like, why do you need a 4K? And I was like, well, you get a 4K today to future-proof your content, especially if you're going to YouTube, because all of our videos are in 4K, even though I'm recording it in 1080p. Right. Well, that one's in 4K. No, it's 1080p because trying to manipulate those files on my slow computer was not good. Your computer might be okay, but mine, remember, it kept shutting down and all that kind of stuff, so I, I kicked it back. Um, but when I do my final export, it's in 4K. So, at least the best it can be, it's there. With the equipment that we have today. So in five years, when someone looks at our thing and they're looking at 4K like it's normal on their phone or on their device, then they're gonna get a four, they're gonna get a 4K thing. Well, this guy is sitting there telling me how slow the internet is in, in Egypt. And I was like, but that's not the reason why you would get a 4K camera today. You don't get a camera, a 4K camera because your internet is faster. Because it was like, most people don't aren't gonna watch it on that. It's like, yes, that's today. Today right. they're not gonna watch it because their internet is slow. But in 10 years or five years, they might be. Your internet is probably going to get faster over time and 4K is going to be the norm. That's why you get a 4K camera if you're gonna make a purchase today. Right. You know, but he wasn't understanding that. He's also very young. And I, and I, try, I explained it to uh, our boss and he was like, oh yeah, 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 that makes total sense. It was like, yeah, well that's what you should be doing if you're putting videos. You should be looking at getting those videos in 4K because if you're doing anything in less than 1080p now for your videos, your videos are gonna look terrible in a couple years. Yeah, and you're, you know, you're going to need to up your game, so. But I'll never talk about this stuff with him again. It'll, it'll never happen. I'll never do it. You are not an No. Like, you, you don't understand the, the business that you're in because he was like, why would I buy a video camera? It's like, dude, you're taking nothing but videos. <laughs> if you're taking nothing but videos, wouldn't you want the highest quality videos that you could do? Not the, not just DSLR videos, even though they could be pretty good. But if you're gonna do nothing but videos, it seemed like you would do do them with video style cameras and not in snippets of less than 30 minutes. Right. But trying to explain that to people that really don't understand, yeah, I'm not going there anymore. All right, um, what else do we have? We started work yesterday, we, uh, started uh, teaching, oh, 
So we have the call to prayer that's happening right now. Can you hear it? Did you have to stop teaching when, it, when they did it? Um, I chose to take a, a minute or two to like let it get a little quiet. And then this was a three-hour class. So I asked them, did they want a break? And the one woman said, yes, can I have, you know, five minutes to pray? And I said, absolutely, go. And so we took a Nobody asked me to do that. And we took a Nobody asked a to break. pray for that. I had one girl in one class ask me to stop teaching while the call was happening. What? Because you're supposed to. Oh. And and I was like, okay, I mean, I don't know. It's not even five minutes, you know. I talked about how much I love to hear it. But the point is, why didn't anybody tell us? Why did anybody say when this happens during your class, stop? I don't know. Because I would have never assumed to stop. I wouldn't either. Like, like the world doesn't stop because the call to prayer is happening. Like people don't stop moving around. People don't stop buying things. People don't stop shopping. People don't stop doing anything when that's happening. No, sometimes it gets even louder. Like the cars start honking their horn during that time. I've noticed that all week long. But I, I, I guess the the uh, the thing is, as a foreigner, shouldn't you inform the foreigner that when like during class time, you need to do something because this other event is happening in the city. Um, I thought that was interesting that nobody told us. Well, like in Thailand, if they play the national anthem, it doesn't matter where you are, what you are doing, you are supposed to stop. Yeah, but that's a different thing, though. Yeah. I mean, and they tell you that. That's something they tell you when you go into a school, when you go into a business, whatever they no, tell but you. I didn't have that in school. There was no school that I, that it ever happened because they didn't play it. They didn't broadcast it in the oh. schools. There was nothing happening. Those are you were in a car when you heard that. Where did you hear it? We heard it every day at the school, every single day. What school? I never heard it. Your kids didn't sing in the morning. Morning at school? Yeah, but that's them doing that at school. I'm talking about when they when they would broadcast it across the radio. And, then, and, the, and that was in the evening. That never they, even when I was in class at that time, it never was broadcast out to for anybody to hear it. It was only in the cars because it was on the radio. Well no, because if I were at the market, like the night market and stuff. But it was on the radio. It was outside. But it was on the radio. You were getting a radio broadcast. How else were you going to hear it if it wasn't on the radio? It was coming from the speaker on the phone. On the radio. I... My point is, if you weren't listening to the radio, you didn't hear it. There wasn't music prior to it. It just came out of the speaker like... Because they turned it on, but it was still on the radio. My point was, they told you in Thailand, when this happens, stop. I never got told that. Oh, I did. I never got told that. I was I was out doing things. Remember, I had to go teach those classes at night when I drove long ways away. Nobody ever stopped. Mm-hmm. It never it never happened to me that I needed to stop when they were doing that. The only the, thing the, I got national anthem. I got told about the national anthem in Thailand was if you're in a movie theater, you got to stand up. Yeah, but that was everybody did that. Yeah. 
part of what you did when you went to a movie. But it wasn't, I don't know if that was because of just the national anthem. I think it was because of that the, was the king the song. King, yeah, it was, it had to do with respecting the monarchy. Um, so, there's our, our week, our first week. We have completed our first week in the Egypt man land. We're in the Africa. Are you tagging all your stuff on Instagram and putting hashtag Africa? Yeah, no, I don't have internet. You did have internet. You went to work with me. Why not? You didn't take advantage of the connectivity. Don't sit here drawing naked women. No, yeah. That's, that's what true. I said. But because all of his women are naked. They all start out that way. Yes, but anybody walking by your iPad at that moment would have seen a naked woman. And I don't think that would be acceptable. But they if, would everybody, if every woman is covered up head to toe, Arms and everything. Yeah. If they're all covered up and you're drawing naked women, I think somebody's gonna have but, an issue. But that was, I was like, okay, I shouldn't draw. Don't go on Pinterest. Why not? Why can't you go on Pinterest? Pinterest? It's the same content. No, that's what you're looking at. Yeah, because that's what I do. Naked people. Yes. You do naked people. I draw naked people this and is... then put clothes on them. Well, I can. You're just drawing people. No, but I use the people as reference. That's why I follow so many models. Right. That's why I do so many pictures. Oh, that's why you follow models. Yes, reference photos. Sure. <laughs> sure, that's, that, that's like, I get Playboy for the articles that thing. That's the argument there. I don't read Playboy. Sure. There's whole articles. There are half articles. The More than half the magazine is writing. But, um, you know, 
Plus, my handwriting is awful. To forcing people to write on a plane. In a teeny weeny tiny little space. On a little teeny weeny thing. It's like, I'm sorry, That's but a form of torture. This is this is not I don't I don't get why we're still doing that. Like why we're still doing write on this little piece of paper to give to the next person. Why is this even happening in this day and age? Why are we, everybody sitting there with a phone? Why is it not, like why is it not in the headrest on the monitor where you could just fill out your form? Oh God, that would be perfect. You're it? already sitting there with the touch screen. All you do is put the form on there, type in your information, have it sent to the people, and you're done. Because basically, the, you're giving a piece of paper. If you're filling it out, you're giving it to them so that it can go to the next person. That paper could already be there before you showed up. And also, you know how all these people trying to manage all this paper. Yeah, and they're walking around handing out paper so that you can fill out a paper, so you can hand a piece of paper to somebody else so that they can input it into a computer system. Make, make the world paperless. It's like, why not just, just put it right there, I fill out my form, I do all my stuff, and then when I get, show up at immigration or some desk, they can have me sign it electronically, because we have that capability now, sign it electronically, because maybe I can't sign it on the thing, fine, that's fine, sign it electronically, and then I move on about my day. Why are you still dealing with all this damn paper? It's like, paperless meant more paper. Well, and unless... Which is not what paperless means. Unless you memorized your passport number, that means that you're also going to have to follow your passport yeah. and your ticket because now you need to know all this information. Like, and, like and the, the hotel you're going to be staying in and its address yeah, and the phone the number. number. It's like, all this I'm stuff. sorry, that none of that, you could have, all of that could have been done prior to ever boarding the flight. Ours nope. was done prior to boarding the flight. We did it in the hotel room before we left. Oh yeah, and then we had a whole new paper. And then they gave us a different paper. Well, it was the, I think was the, the paper we had paper? was the paper, but the guy made a copy of it because it was new when we were in Chicago. Right, he just printed it off their website. But yeah, they, I, I don't know. I, I don't get this whole, we have the, Everybody now and this isn't just has the ability to do it electronically. Stop using all of this paper. Stop wasting all of this paper. This is where does every the paper go? country. We have done these forms for every country, including Canada, which we were just... And we just threw it away. Which we were just going through. We weren't staying. It was, you know, a layover. We were just transiting. We weren't even... So we had to fill it out before we got off the plane, but they never took it. We never even really went through immigration. We just scanned our passport at a kiosk and then kept then got a slip and showed it to a guy and then he sent us in a different direction. Yeah, because we were connecting flights and then all the people that were connecting went a whole other way. I found it interesting that even the um, pilots and the airline attendants had to do that same kiosk thing just to go to the next plane. Well, they're, they're they transiting. You gotta remember, they're transiting just like we are. Yeah. I mean, they go through all the same stuff. They just usually are... In a different line, or they're they're off to the side where they can move through fairly quickly because they're working, but they still are going in and out and in and out of countries. Yeah. And they still have to follow those whatever those procedures are yeah. in and out of those countries. 
All right. Do we want to do your parenting thing now? Or that was my parenting thing. Oh, that's it? Learning how to oh. let go and let him do the official stuff. <laughs> Normally when you say I have a parenting thing, that's another hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I didn't want to do another hour. No, that was it. There's, I, it's me I want to relax before we have to go to work. Which we don't go to work until what? Four or five? Four today. Okay. And both of my classes are online today, which I've never done an online class. It was, I did mine yesterday. It's not bad, but the connection is bad enough that you spend your time trying to hear the people and trying to understand what they're saying. And you've got second language learners that are speaking and they may, you know, it's just, yeah. I, I, my problem was with the technical side of it. I, it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't be that like We shouldn't be doing that like we're doing it because it's really inefficient for us to do it and we should have an enterprise sort of zoom thing where your zoom doesn't cut off after 40 minutes especially for a two-hour class that that we should not have it, it needs to be that we're, we're working like if you're gonna have online classes at least they're not all scheduled at the same time and one computer or whatever has the account where you can go, everybody uses it for the online classes or the online space. And maybe it doesn't need to take up a whole classroom because yeah. it doesn't need to take up a whole classroom to do online because you're basically just sitting at a desk. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's some there's some things that could be fixed there to make that process better. But I only have three people in the room. My biggest thing is not being able to say the names. Oh, Even yeah. though you can read the name on the screen yeah you, if you don't know how to pronounce the names you don't want to mispronounce the names so then you can't really call on people and I had three people three women but only one would turn their camera on and the other two would not turn their cameras on so it's like now you can't really see their faces so it felt like I was talking to just one person the whole time yeah um, they were at home and they had kids running around and they, they stayed muted most of the time until they wanted to answer something and then they unmuted, said what they are going to say and they muted again because the kids were screaming and yelling in the background, uh -huh. which was appreciated, trust me. Wish you could mute children on the street. Why? Oh, I want to mute those, children on the street. Those kids that scream at 1.30 in the morning. I heard no scream. Oh, gosh. And there was one last night, I thought somebody was... Last night? Yes. Oh, I heard no. And as soon as I went to bed, I didn't hear anything until 8 o'clock in the yeah. morning. I thought somebody was killing a cat, like literally got up and looked because it sounded like they were killing so a cat. What were you going to do? I don't know. Not a damn thing. But you weren't going to shit. I did not I didn't hear that. I heard the children every time I started to doze off on the screen. So I had that problem. Today is before. Sunday and it's the first day of the work week. Yeah. Friday and Saturday so. of the weekend. I was fascinated by some of the, the students I met yesterday. One travels two hours every day to work, and there her school picks her up. She has a school bus that picks her up and takes her to school, and then takes her home. Yeah. Two hours. I think it's two hours because traffic is so terrible. And then 
Another Not because one. it's very far away, like Mexico. And then right. she comes here, and it's two hours. Yes, but because traffic is so bad. It's not because it's far away. Well, because traffic is so bad because they have no freaking sidewalks. That's not why traffic is bad. No, the streets really? are really no, no, no. narrow. And... I think it's just a lot of people in a very small space. How many people in, in Cairo? I don't know. That was something we noticed. No, no, no. There are sidewalks. Yeah, you can't walk on. Yes, no, you can walk on. Jagged. No, 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 no. No, no. There are sidewalks and you can walk on them. There are only nine point people the There's the question. Why don't the people walk on the sidewalks? Because the sidewalks are sitting there with no one walking on them. They're all walking in the street. I don't know why. 9.12 million people as of 2011. They don't have it updated. I know a while ago. You're telling me in nine years they haven't updated that number? I don't buy that. Um, 20 million people? In Cairo. It says the current metropolitan area of Cairo in 2020 is 20,901,000. A 2.03% increase from 2019. So there you go. And I, 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 like, the street that we live on here, <clears throat> these streets are super tiny. They're one lane. Yeah. And people are, of course, parked on both sides, and so then people are having to walk um, on the street. You can walk on the sidewalks, but it depends on where you are. Maybe there's construction or whatever. You're always getting back in the street. Yeah. Um, but in the big streets, people are not walking necessarily. Some people are walking down the side, but there are sidewalks, and I don't understand why they're not walking on the sidewalks. It's something that we had to find out, like what is keeping them from walking in a space where there's plenty of space, but you're choosing to walk in the street <clears throat> with the cars. Like they get out of cars and they walk down the side of the street between a parked car and traffic. When they can just go on the other side of the parked car and be walking on a sidewalk. I would choose sidewalk. Well, the sidewalks are not easy to maneuver if you have short little legs because the step up some of them are so steep. I had to tell Aaron yesterday, either you have to slow down, or you have to give me your hand to help me off the curb. Because it is a huge step for some of them. And those little gnome legs and get on, get to getting, man. I'm not slowing down, I'm not helping. You got to get your ass going. Oh, that's on, my head is going, it's going. that step. I mean, it's, it's like, um, one of the girls is, is into civil engineering. It's like she's that, studying civil engineering, but, it, but she doesn't want to be here. And that that idea, that I think, I think that kind of brain drain that you have in cities like this, where people want to study the thing that's going to help the city, but they don't want to stay in the city, probably because of like I was telling Aaron, you know, the amount of money they can make outside is much greater than what they can make inside, and. That is what's needed in all of these cities because they're all, they've all been retrofitted with new technology, but the cities, the bones of the city, are super old. Right. And like even the buildings that we're looking at around us, all of the infrastructure that you're looking at is all super old. I mean, we've got streets right here where they're they seem to be more dirt than than asphalt. You know There's what I mean? There's no asphalt. Well, I think 
they are whatever they were, but they're all broke up. Yeah, absolutely. But we also have a lot of really strange mix of old and new as far as modes of transportation and... Got the donkey, the occasional donkey walking down with the cart. And the horses, there are horses all over the place. I've, I've seen, seen horses. I took a picture of one from the window. I've seen a horse. I've seen some donkeys. No, nope. the there have been at least, I've seen at least 20 horses since you've been here. Oh God, where have you been? I have seen no. I've seen no horses. No equine. None. There was even one at the airport. I'm sure you just, I mean, are you just looking at our rug here? If you paid attention to my Instagram today, that's what's on the rug. There were, there were several horses on the bridge over the Nile that one night that we came back from. Oh yeah, pulling, yeah, I saw those. I did see those. But I just, that just felt like a touristy trap thing. Like Whatever. There's, and I've seen them pulling vegetable carts, and I've seen them pulling the recycling guys, and I've seen them pulling families. Where do they, they stash sick horses? Oh. All right, you got anything else? Can we oh, get out of here and get something to eat? It gets dark really fast here. It doesn't get dark fast. It gets dark early. Dark early. Yeah, like 5:30ish. Get your imagine. The sun just went. Yeah. Like somebody turned off the light. It feels like that. You see though. somebody. See somebody over there. You just see them go. <laughs> it feels like that. It's dark at five. You hear the guy yelling outside. We always have to pay attention to the guys yelling outside because there's a fruit and vegetable guy that parks right in front of our front door. Super cheap. Always look for the people yelling about the fruit because and the vegetables because they're super cheap. I'm gonna see if this is him. If it is, you're the one going down there. Shit. Alright. That's nice.
travelingfars. Travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, where you can find all the past episodes, all the good stuff that we've ever done at thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. And go to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash thetravelingfars. BTS. We've got things for you. BTS. We've got nice little goodies. So sign up down there for the Patreon. Any different plans for you to choose. And if you want to, if you want to keep the podcast going, which we need to keep the podcast going, if you want to help with that, where can they go? Go find me the traveling fars. Or. Or cash app. You have to give us the give me the cash app stuff so I can put it out there. So dollar they sign it. the traveling fars. That's it. That's all they need. That's all they need. Oh well, shit. That was easy. Now yeah, you got it. I, I know. Learned, I learned something this no, week. No, the battle. You can send money through Cash App and not get taxed on it. Like yeah, the, the whole... Okay, so Patreon is is for keeping the podcast and giving you some extra content and all that good stuff. The GoFundMe, they take a cut. They so do. Some people don't like the idea that they take a cut. And so does PayPal. But Cash App... It's literally just... So, use whatever you want to use. You know, use whatever it is that so we can keep the podcast going and keep bringing you content from here. We keep taking photos every day of things that we're seeing and posting them to the Instagrams and the Twitters. I'm putting them on uh, uh, the Twitter is going straight to my account. Um, are you sharing? The sharing is caring. Are you sharing on the traveling bars the things that I post to the Instagram or to the Twitter? That would be it. On the Twitter? Yeah, on the Twitters. I try to. Try to. With Instagram, I'm definitely doing that every day. So we can you guys can see what we're seeing. You can see the dustiness. I don't know what's gonna happen the first. I was thinking about this the other day. The first like rain? No, sandstorm. Oh. Rain. No, first sandstorm that comes through and we have to close everything up. I thought it was very interesting last night when we were walking back, our first night walking back, how bright it actually was. Yeah. And really how bright. many people are actually out at 10 something 10, at night. 11 o'clock at night, and how many shops are still like just full blown, just going, which was quite interesting. Um, and it's really cool. And it's super cool on the street. Yeah, like the metal on the windows was actually cold to the touch. Yeah, it, it gets down into like the 70s at night right now. Yeah. So it's, it's getting cool, very cool. It's in the 90s to 100s in the daytime, somewhere around there. And this is the cool time of year. This is what they want to call winter. Even though the subtropics really don't have winter, but you know, trying to explain that to people that have been saying winter their whole life. You know, I had to explain you that. Just let them, you let them go with it because they don't really, they, they're going to argue with you no matter what. And it's like, but they don't have winter in Miami. <laughs> but they're in the subtropics too. But you have winter. And you're in the subtropics. Like, sorry, you don't have winter. And also, you're in a desert. You don't have winter. So anyway, that's winter it. Winter involves snow and ice. Well, no. Winter might not involve snow and ice, but 
I don't know. I don't. It is for us. I don't think that's a defining characteristic for everybody in the world. All right. What is winter? Look that up. You guys done? Yes. You guys done? Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace.